SAFM 104 to 107 Nationwide. Good morning. Well, over the last two years or so, you would have heard conversations here on SAFM Sunrise about what seems to be the rising number of teenage girls, often quite young girls, who are having babies. Now their figures showing that the number of girls between the ages of just 10 and 14 having babies has risen by almost 50% in the last four years, I suppose you could say since the start of the pandemic. Dr. Shahida Omar is the clinical director at the Teddy Bear Foundation. Dr. Omar, good morning. Good morning to you and the listeners, Stephen. We've been looking at this issue of teenage pregnancy for many years, and you now suggest that actually these pregnancies are really evidence of statutory rapes. What do you mean when you say that? So, Stephen, just looking at the number of girls that we are working with that have already given birth, and these are girls, as you've described, the age cohort, um, we have now learned that there's an emerging trend that many of these girls have been engaging in transactional sex uh, for reasons of survival, where the money is going towards the family, towards their schooling, towards basically uh, you know, daily expenses that they need for living. Uh, and, and they engage and continue in these relationships, hoping that this will be something long term. However, what we are finding is that these girls uh, then oblige and have unsafe sex. There's no protection because that the adult is expecting that of them. And because of the obligation, the financial obligation, they then find themselves impregnated and and then once they've given birth, the person that they've had this relationship with absconds, he's AWOL and then the, the money that was expected, money that was coming is no longer available to the victim and to the family. And we were actually discussing this with the Department of Social Development yesterday around this emerging trend and the feedback that we are receiving from these girls. So this is all about money. This is all about a transaction, and it's all about older men. Indeed. I think that, you know, that's one of the risk factors which we are finding is contributing to these unintended consequences of teen pregnancies. I mean, some of these girls are very young, 10. Obviously, the men are breaking the law, no matter which way you look at it. And yet there is a tiny proportion of cases, as far as I know, where these men are prosecuted for this. And I presume sometimes the girl won't actually say who the father is because she's scared and because she needs the money. That is correct. But even in cases where you know, reports have been made or families are aware. And usually if it's a relative or a family friend or somebody known to the family, because of the compensation they may receive, you know, sometimes the the, the family is offered compensation and they, under those circumstances, they are unlikely to report it as well. So, you know, we find that these are, some of the contributory factors where, you know, when it's reported and where it's not reported and why it's not reported. Um, there, there will be people in the community who know this is happening. Is there anything that they're able to do? Um, the girls won't want to talk about it. If they go to the police, nothing happens. Uh, the men who are doing this tend to have more money than other people. I mean, it's just such a horrible cocktail of circumstances here. Well, if, according to the Children's Act, as we are fully aware, Section 110 speaks to any knowledge, suspicion, doubt or inkling that a child has been abused. 
it has to be reported. It's a legal obligation and there is no legal recourse because the person is acting in good faith. So, yes, certainly the community can do more about it, uh, that the community can take action because if no action is taken, evil prospers and more mm. children suffer with unintended uh, pregnancies and children birthing children and perpetuating the cycle of abuse, perpetuating, you know, the, the, the health challenges that these young girls face, but also around the uh, uh, educational system where many of them fall out because they're unable to cope. And something that we also discussed yesterday around the issue of uh, girls' anxieties, we mustn't forget this. These young girls who are children, they, they become so anxious because there's three phases we talked about. The pre, you know, falling pregnant and, under, and now going through this whole bodily changes, the hormones changing, not being able to process what's going on. Then going through the pregnancy, uh, the stigma, the shame, the humiliation from other people. Finally, the anxiety around the actual birthing process, giving birth and post-birth dealing with the reality of the mm. situation when the girl is uh, a child herself and now she has to deal with this responsibility and burden, actually. At the bottom of it, we, we should call it what it is. It's just abuse, isn't it, by older men? Indeed, indeed. Dr. Shahida Omar, thank you. Clinical Director at the Teddy Bear Foundation. It's incredible, Braley. 11 minutes to 7.